In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told this parable to his disciples. The kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were sensible. The foolish ones did take their lamps, but they brought no oil, whereas the sensible ones took flasks of oil as well as their lamps. The bridegroom was late and they all grew drowsy and fell asleep. But at midnight there was a cry, The bridegroom is here, go out and meet him. At this, all those bridesmaids woke up and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish ones said to the sensible ones, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. But they replied, There may not be enough for us and for you. You had better go to those who sell it and buy some for yourselves. They have gone off to buy it when the bridegroom arrived. Those who already went in with him to the wedding hall, and the door was closed. The other bridesmaids arrived later. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you solemnly, I do not know you. So stay awake, because you do not know either the day or the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. For those who have been frustrated with the current pandemic and lockdowns dragging on indefinitely without any hint of an end to them, today's parable provides an important lesson. Life is a marathon, not a sprint to the finishing line. We are in it for the long haul, not just a short excursion in the park. If we can understand this truth, then the secret of finishing the race is to ensure that we should have sufficient stock of oil that will last until the bridegroom's arrival. Our Lord's parable of the ten sensible and ten foolish bridesmaids has a touch of reality-based pragmatism to it. The common theme of preparedness found in these sets of eschatological parables is being expanded in each of them, and our Lord is not being annoyingly repetitive, but introduces a new nuanced message in each of these parables. If yesterday's parable about the wise and good servant and the wicked one is a reminder that our waiting should not be idle but preparedness, means applying ourselves to the work of the kingdom entrusted to us, today's parable gives us another facet of being ready. Once again, our Lord clarifies that vigilance on the part of a disciple does not mean that we should be on 24 hours guard duty. He recognizes the fatigue that can set in even for the best and strongest among us. And so the parable notes that all 20 bridesmaids, both the foolish and the sensible, all grew drowsy and fell asleep because the bridegroom was late. This point doesn't only take into consideration our human frailty, but also God's sovereignty. He is the one who is in charge. We don't get to set the dateline and schedule for God's action and intervention. We can't complain if he has come too early or he's late. If both the sensible and the foolish bridesmaids fell asleep, 
What distinguishes the first group from the second? In a parable, the foolish ones only brought their lamps, but no extra oil, whereas the sensible ones kept an extra supply of oil in the flask. In our modern context, we could say they brought along their charger banks with their devices. To the consternation of the foolish, they find their lamps are flickering, guttering up, about to go out. The long delay has used up the oil and they have no more. They make their appeal to the wise. Give us some of your oil. The reply of the sensible ones does not indicate that they were selfish and unwilling to share. But the oil is a symbol of something that cannot be transferred, borrowed or loaned. As in the case of faith, grace, repentance and virtue. These are simply non-transferable, like credit points from one person to another. You either have it or you don't. The problem of the foolish bridesmaids is not sleepiness, but something more fundamental. Their lack of preparation reveals their true attitude towards the bridegroom. In their lives, they have never cared about bridegroom, and that's why they are unprepared when he returns. But for those who long for this meeting with the Lord and bridegroom, every moment of our lives is an anticipation of that day and hour of reunion. We continue to persist in doing good, going for Mass, being faithful to prayer, growing in virtue and sanctity, even if the world says that it is foolish and pointless. In the middle of the night, even in the deepest darkness, a cry of joy will wake us. The night cannot last forever. The bridegroom will return. On that day, we will know that our waiting, our preparation and our faithfulness were not in vain. Our Lord will hope hold open the doors of paradise for us so that we may follow him in dancing and rejoicing to the wedding feast that will last for eternity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.